This is the five-minute focus for both hour one and hour two. And this is a big question I have. Why do we even have federal prisons? The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. This is the five-minute focus. It's my opportunity to share with you what we have coming up in the next two episodes, 124, hour one, and hour two, starting with a, a, a big question. Based upon what we've learned in the ongoing Durham investigation and the results of that, where we learned things, what I guess we learned that we were right, why exactly do we need prisons with Hillary Clinton's running around? Uh, <laughs> I mean, none of this is stuff that we couldn't have already known, that she okayed the passing off of the pretense that Donald Trump had a backdoor link uh, to Russia through servers in a bank. And now we have the reluctant testimony of Jimmy Baker, James Baker saying, yeah, Sussman lied. We had the less reluctant testimony of a DNC or a, a Democrat campaign head saying, oh yeah, yeah, Hillary signed off on all this. So he hasn't yet uh, suicided himself or been suicided, but no time will tell. So all those things add up into, yeah, of course she knew this. She's a control freak. So using foreign gained information, <laughs> passing off a, a lie to the FBI, creating a two and a half year hustle that upended, and it did, upend Trump's presidency. It gave all sorts of alarm to the shiny shoes. Most of them knew. McCain knew. So why do we need prisons exactly if that's the way this stuff works, if she's not going to go to prison? Now, that's not making the rounds in the Mockingbirds. <laughs> They're still squarely focused on something else. Yamichi Alcindor. It is exactly the fault right on the the fault line on the right. And Nicole, what this is, it's really the long, long shadow of January 6th casting over our nation and casting over all of the election systems. It will tell you what Charlie Sykes said. Charlie still calls himself a Republican. I guess anyone can identify as anything. Well, I'll tell you what he says about January 6th and, and their pretense, of course, to this day that it was an insurrection, even though over the weekend, quietly, Friday night, the FBI said, yeah, it wasn't an insurrection. So even though there's that. So they're looking at other things. Um, Thomas Massey has drawn my attention. He's an MIT-educated scientist. He's a member of Congress. He absolutely understands that we are up against the party. He's one of the few guys, few, I think the only national leader I've heard take pharma to task. You know, as we're putting people in jail, solitary confinement for maybe two years because they walked outside the red velvet ropes, many of them not charged with any form of vandalism, no violence. Thomas Massey has a question about another case. Case of Ross Ulbricht. 
Uh, he was a young, peaceful, first-time offender serving a double life prison plus 40 years. The guy has been condemned to rot in prison for setting up a website. The website was called Silk Road, and it was used to, well, sell drugs. He's in prison for a double life sentence. Barack Obama stopped the indictment of Taliban members who were shipping heroin under, across, and over our border in partnership with narco-terrorists. He stopped that. He also put that young man in prison for his entire life, plus his second life, should he get to one. The party's also talking about this. Anderson Cooper, listen to how he frames the Catholic Church, or a bishop in the Catholic Church, denying Nancy Pelosi uh, Holy Communion. As if the politically charged issue of abortion could not get any more so, there's this breaking news. The conservative Archbishop of San Francisco says he's refusing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi the sacrament of Holy Communion. Yeah, he does. You hear the framing? Conservative versus liberal. It's If only the, the, the Catholic Church had a canon of beliefs. Oh, they do. And murder is not something they sponsor. The bishop he brought on, I don't think Anderson Cooper got exactly what he wanted out of the bishop. That's hour one. Hour two is so busy. <sighs> the monkey pox in a carefully planned collapse. I'm going to play a just a, a tiny bit of audio. And tell me, you remember Event 201 where they rehearsed the so-called pandemic? The food chain reaction was really to create these scenarios based on scenarios that have happened in the past, but how do countries respond to them? We had eight teams. We had four rounds spanning from 2020 to 2030. Our real hope was that we would get players from all around the world to elevate a more global conversation among all of those different worldwide experts. They rehearsed a food chain crisis. Uh, last year, they rehearsed or went through a, what if monkeypox got really bad rehearsal? Now, did she mention in that clip, did she mention 2030? This is the dictator of New Zealand. The pandemic has been the ultimate disruptor. It has changed our realities and given us cause to pause and reflect. And the disruption is an opportunity for us to reset. Fortunately for us, we already have a blueprint for such a world and the Sustainable Development Goals and the 2030 Agenda. Uh, that's an actual publication from the World Economic Forum, but the fact that world leaders follow them, that's a dangerous conspiracy theory. But why is it then that the disinformation, the Ministry of Truth, why did that get shut down? I'm pausing because you think the board was mischaracterized. Then the disinformation board is being shut down because of disinformation? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> Look, I mean... Wait until you hear the answer from this young woman who is torturously bad at her job. Her job appears to be reading uh, typed memos and pretending to not read typed memos. So disinformation, rehearsal for events like this. And with lies like this. Um, what do you say a woman is? I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. Okay. Um, do, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. That's sworn testimony. With lies like that, why would we not question everything about monkeypox and like the ESG score? Senator Mike Lee gets it about the ESG score. I'll tell you about the Canadian leader, actual leader he had testify. The other eight top 10 reserves are in countries where energy is developed largely by state-owned enterprises or quasi-state-owned enterprises who are not subject 
to ESG criteria. So if financial markets strangle uh, the publicly traded transparent companies in North America, all this will do is ship production to uh, some of these world's worst regimes and their state-owned enterprises. That's weird. We're doing that now. That's where we're getting our oil now because we can't get it from Russia. So why wouldn't we question things like ESG? Why wouldn't I ask if this is a carefully planned collapse? Why wouldn't I ask if this rehearsal with monkeypox has anything to do with Robert Malone giving us context around monkeypox? The virus is like Ebola. Transmission only happens in close proximity by contact with lesions, body fluids, etc. Then it goes on to say, although symptoms often ease within a month, one case in 10 can be fatal. And then in the same article, they go on to quote um, the World Health Organization in a in a bias sampling, which is cases reported to the WHO that are so severe that a nation state feels like they have to report it. The aggregate case fatality rate is 3.7%. So how Gavi goes from 3.7, which is a worst case scenario, to 10% uh, boggles my mind. This is clear fear porn. Robert Malone on with Steve Bannon. It's panic porn. Why wouldn't I question it? Oh, by the way, we'll give you an update. Did the U.S. try to give away its sovereignty to the World Health Organization yet? Please use the share button on your app to share this with friends and may God be with you and with all of us.